Hello, I'm Matt Rubel, and welcome to beautiful, sunny Las Vegas, where we are here at Shop Talk, a convention where people in technology and retail all get together to understand how to unlock the dreams and aspirations of today with tomorrow's tools and doing some very exciting uh, different things that are brought to life. We have two amazing women with us here this afternoon to chat about both how do you invest in great businesses, and then once you get that investment, how do you really run with it and really disrupt the marketplace and create something very exciting and new. We have Nicole Quinn, who is a partner at Lightspeed Venture Partners, and a whole lot more than that. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, Matt. I'm good. Good to be here today. That's great. Good to have you. And how did you end up, you know, at Lightspeed and and in this game of investing in new, exciting and emerging brands? My background is I actually spent close to a decade doing public market investing, but in the e-commerce retail world. So a lot of my old partners from Morgan Stanley are actually at this conference. But while I was doing this on the public side, I was also angel investing. And I found myself running out of the office at 5 p.m. every day to go and do angel investing and thought to myself, well, why don't I make that my main job rather than this sort of side hustle? And just loved everything about angel investing. So went to a startup, went to business school and joined Lightspeed four years ago. And actually, my first ever investment was Zola. Well, we have seen things at Lightspeed and Nicole was popping jelly beans earlier. So she has lots of sugar and caffeine in her for a great conversation. And Sean Lin Ma is with us today as the founder or co-founder and CEO of Zola, which is the wedding company that is reinventing, you know, wedding planning and registry and experience by combining compassionate customer service with modern tools of technology. So a lot of new and exciting things that you're going. But before we get to kind of creating the wedding business, you two have kind of gotten married, you know, you and Nicole. So (laughs) how did you two meet and how did we get this to happen? In 2016, I think it was, we had been running Zola for over two years at that point and um, had started to see strong evidence of product market fit in our wedding registry. And some of our earlier investors were introducing us to new investors that invest at later stages. And Nicole was one of the investors that I was introduced to. And we were excited to share the Zola team, the business model, and the story to date. And I think she she got it and was excited about it really quickly. So she she really understood it. But you, you'd been doing things before Zola, like you had done other early stage or digital shopping things. What was your journey to actually being the co-founder of this? My dream was always to one day be an entrepreneur and start a company that built great products that millions and hundreds of millions of people eventually would use and use regularly. In order to do that, I worked in technology for a long time. I worked primarily in product roles, which is really about how do you understand consumers and their needs and then build products that 
solve and innovate on their needs. Well, you liked food and wine, right? I also, yes, I also like food and wine. So didn't, I mean, didn't you do some things with guilt early on and helped bring food and wine, you know, to people's experience? That's right. That's right. So I joined Guilt actually when it had first started and it was just in primarily women's fashion. So joined as the first product person, was there for the first four years and towards the latest, you know, a few years in, got to pitch and launch and my own idea for a new business unit within Guilt, which was the food and wine vertical. And so got to really bring that from an idea to reality and run and that business, which was the best experience for launching a startup, but it was also a real passion area for me. So passion, you know, weddings. Yes. Weddings are the most passionate moment of an individual's, you know, kind of early life yeah. in in many ways, especially for the female. I mean, but also for the male. I mean, I if you go and do research, it will say that women have always dreamed of their wedding. Men maybe not as much so, but you went out and you you kind of chose weddings, which is a very highly personal thing to bring technology, which could be, you know, thought of as cold and institutionalized. How did you kind of find that combination and how have you brought it to life in a in a warm and engaging way since you've been growing so spectacularly? You know, like many successful companies, the idea for Zola and the idea to focus on the weddings industry was really born out of personal need. So the 2013 was the year we started, and that was also the year that all my friends got married at the same time. And I was going to a lot of weddings, buying a lot of presents from their registries, and found it was some of the most frustrating e-commerce shopping experiences I had ever seen. Having worked in e-commerce, I knew that my friends deserved a lot better. Um, the tools and the products were often you know, tedious to use. They were outdated. And in a world where you know, the millennial generation... What would be an example of that? So for example, back before we started Zola, in order to create a wedding registry that had everything that you wanted... Often, on average, couples had to register at three different stores. They had to do the same thing over and over again three different times. And then on their wedding website, had to tell their friends to go and shop at three different places to check out their registry. So you brought it all together into one, we'll kind of call it, you know, you know, Steve and Sue's, you know, website, and then they have the thing and it comes to life. And, and then, you know, whether it's at Bloomingdale's or Tiffany or whatever, it's all in one place. Within the Zola store, we have over 700 brands and over 70,000 products, that, and we work directly with the brand. So we are the retailer in that we, we have the KitchenAid mixer, the Le Creuset Dutch oven, but we also have Sonos as well as experiences that people want to register for, like Airbnb or Delta or SoulCycle, as well as cash and honeymoon funds. And these were all the things that we knew millennial couples getting married today really want from a registry, but there was no place that you could do that all in a single registry. And that was how we started. And so did you go directly to the brands, not yes. just the retailers? So you really we, created a marketplace that there is no other like it. I'm proud of the fact that we innovated um, on both the registry experience as well as on the business model. So we created really a hybrid of an e-commerce and a marketplace business model. So we have a lot of the benefits that you'll find 
in e-commerce like retail margins as well as we manage and serve the end-to-end customer experience, but we avoid a lot of the pitfalls or burdens of traditional e-commerce business models by through our dropship platform that we've built in-house and by the ability in where we let customers control the shipping of their items for whenever they're ready to receive it. Those two things allow us to have virtually no inventory and virtually no returns. And in that sense, we are creating a new kind of commerce business model. Wow, that's fantastic. So, Nicole, you got invited to the Bake Off is basically what it sounds like, you know, and and unlike the public company Bake Offs that you're used to, I mean, here's one that is very personal to an individual who's founded it themselves, but they obviously have investors too. Yeah, How do you, you know, first say, what are the traits and attributes that you're looking for when you go to find a business to invest in? And then when did the light go on for you? What was the key thing that went on for you in, in Zola? There were a lot of things about the Zola business model that got us really excited. So as Shan mentioned, I knew from Female Founders Fund, I just thought upon her telling me about Zola, wow, there's something really special here. I think I actually jumped on a flight two days later, maybe, to come out to New York to see Zola. And as a whole partnership, we were super excited about it. So the things specifically about the business model are the real viral growth inbuilt into the business model at Zola. So when you have a registry, you will then invite you know, say 100 people to your wedding, and they will all know about Zola. And so we love the fact that there is that virality built in deep into the business model. And so you will then acquire those customers, maybe not, you know, the next week, but you will be top of mind for when they then choose to do their wedding, which may be a couple of years down the line. But we get very excited about that. We also felt the wedding industry was a pretty broken, old, stodgy industry. You have all these separate things that, you know, you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And a lot of these have been around for a really long time. And so there's digitally native vertical brands in so many other different industries, but there was no young, modern brand that really spoke to millennials in the way that Zola was. So we got super excited about that. So, yeah, so there are many things about Zola in terms of the market and the business model and also the founders. Nobu and Shan are just exceptional. When we started spending time with Shan as the CEO of this business, we thought this is a founder who has really unique insights into this business and really just understands the consumer behavior better than anybody else. So it was a clear understanding of consumer behavior, good marketplace, ready for disintermediation, all of those things that kind of came together. So you you two have kind of mentioned the connection as to women. Okay, so when you were ready to pull another investor in, the fact that it's a woman investing in a business that is co-founded by a woman, that the primary audience is women, did that play any role or was it just skills and, and the amount of financing? Well, first and foremost, I think the fact that Nicole is in the the generation where which we serve, um, she just clearly understood the needs, the pain points, and how this solution just made a hundred percent sense immediately. And so the fact that you know we already walked into the room with a very shared vision was was compelling. And then following that, you know, Nicole was very you know, lightning fast at having us meet and get to know more of the partners at Lightspeed. And 
we equally loved meeting the rest of the partnership, including Alex, who also works with us as a Zola investor. And meeting Alex and then others from the Lightspeak team, one thing that was really clear that we admire and I personally appreciated was that the entire team really valued and respected Nicole. And so just seeing that myself from the female perspective made me even more excited to want to work with Lightspeed as a firm. So really it's, it's skill set, it's speed, it's a clear understanding. And like, I get it, you know, not just from an intellectual standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, understanding what the, the business opportunity and the, and the brand is, and then connecting as humans. The one thing I'd say exactly on this, Matt, that was quite fun was I got married not once but twice last year. Once to the same person. To the same guy. (laughs) Once in America and then once in England. So one sort of friend's wedding, one family wedding. And so we use Zola for both of these weddings. Alex from Lightspeed and the whole Lightspeed team came to the wedding and it was just such a great experience to not be just an investor in Zola, but also a consumer and to really experience the whole consumer journey in its entirety and the excellent service that came along with that. So that was really brilliant to be able to be a consumer of the product. Well, I hope Alex bought you a really good gift. (laughs) He did, actually. (laughs) Well, that's good. Um, He did. One of the things that has been that you've said, I think, over time is, Nicole, that hard work, determination and grit are what set apart the good from the great. Everybody looks at the end result of a lot of these startups that turn into successes and they say, oh gosh, it just they were in the right place at the right time, they were lucky. Is that right or is it really, really hard work? It's a lot of hard work and I think that helps you get lucky. You make your own luck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, by hard work you create the opportunities and then they, they come to you and you learn along the way. Exactly. So you can make mistakes. So, so Nicole, you, you've invested well beyond. I mean, we've talked about this as a wonderful marriage in the wedding business. But what other businesses have you really been excited about recently that you've invested in? And what were the things that motivated you to get behind those with the Lightspeed team? Yeah. So the last two investments that we invested in and a extremely excited about are Cameo and then also House Laboratories. So I'll tell you a little bit about both of them. So House is Lady Gaga's new beauty business. And we actually started speaking to them about two years ago and just were blown away by her vision and her passion and the time that she has spent thinking about this and really has, again, unique visions in terms of what she wants to build here. And so we helped build out the team there, bringing together real experts in the beauty space. And so are so excited to see what they do once they launch. So everybody watch out for that one, House Laboratories. And then the other By the one, way, a little known fact about Lady Gaga is that when she was in high school, she was one of those kids who went to the Center for Talented Youth and was and I'm talking talent on an intellectual basis. So she is not just creative, but is possibly one of the brightest, you know, stars out there. Did that come through in the in the discussions? Every single board meeting, exactly what you're saying, rings true. She is so smart. She understands that her customer better than anybody. And also just yeah, the sheer intelligence of the comments that she brings to the table are great to hear. So when is that? Is that in the market now? Is that coming soon? 
I can't say when it is launching, but it will be soon. Yes, exactly. Great. And then the other one is Cameo. And so Cameo is a marketplace that brings celebrities and influencers together with people so that they can do right now video shout outs. So if you want a birthday message or an anniversary message by your favorite celebrity or influencer, then Cameo is the place to go. And do you have to pay them for it? You have to pay for it. Yes, exactly. Somebody, please, I'm going to pay good. you. I'm going to pay you to give me a shout out. So folks are actually leaving. We had somebody today say they're going to leave YouTube to focus entirely on Cameo because they're just so excited about that being the platform that they can now reach their fans in. Why? So, Why would it be better than YouTube? Because the videos are very personal. And so what they're doing is they're doing a personal video shout out to... Say Matt's mom is a huge fan of Entourage and the uh, actors on there. Then you can go on, you can actually get Adrian Granier to do a happy birthday mom message. And then people post them on their Instagram and their Twitter. They send them to friends saying, oh my gosh, look what I got. So Cameo comes to you privately. Cameo Kinda comes like to you. It's that your, private Like your Snapchat thing like goes away and it's just for you. This one you can definitely sort of boast to all your friends about having, which is really exciting and really resonates with people. So personalization and cameo. So an interesting new way in terms of communicating with people and celebrating personalized ways and making people be affiliated with broader ideas. So I just want to finish up one our question. You know, I think we were talking earlier, you were talking about why you loved Lightspeed because they moved at Lightspeed to kind of get the other partners involved and rally around and be really exciting. In a business where you're investing real dollars against things, how do you differentiate yourself? You know, we talked about on the consumer premise in weddings, how you're differentiating yourself. How do you differentiate yourself as an investor? It's a good question because there is so much capital available right now. And so being a good venture capitalist is about so much more than just the investing. I'd say there are a few specific ways in which we help our founders. So hiring is definitely a key one, both in terms of my contacts, the other partners at Lightspeed, as well as our two different hiring teams. That's something that we think adds tremendous value to portfolio companies. And then some of the other areas are PR and marketing. Some of our companies have not spent anything on traditional marketing and rely heavily on word of mouth. And that's something we get really excited about when a company has a high organic word of mouth percentage. It shows that a true brand is being built there. And so PR and press can only further that. And that's something that we try to significantly help with. And then introducing them to partners. So whether they be clients, customers, partners of the business, we spend our entire time from, you know, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day and weekends too, meeting exciting people. And so we want to make sure that every single meeting we have, we're thinking, okay, how can how can we help this person and our portfolio companies by introducing them to one another? And then also helping with future fundraising rounds, potential IPOs in the future. There's a lot of guidance that we can give there. But at the end of the day, it's about being a true partner, true sounding board, being the first call. And so that's what everybody at Lightspeed want to be to our portfolio companies. So Shanlin, you know, as as your business grows and you had your goal to engage with hundreds of millions of people, as you were saying, what defines for you kind of that Zola is successful? Is it that you really enabled people to have a better wedding experience? Is that really what your goal is or is it to do as many weddings as possible? Our vision is to serve couples from the day they get engaged 
through their entire wedding planning journey and into the first years of newlywed life. And I think we'll be successful when we have couples who, from the moment they say, I do, then think about, you know, where do we go to find inspiration? What do we need to do now? Where do we start? And where is the go-to place that we can think about the next few years of planning together. And if that place is Zola, that's how we'll know we've been successful. So if we're to sum it up for you, it's really, you know, you found a great partner who enables your vision that will be to bring couples together in an exciting way and to really have an easy experience in shopping and experiences and things together. And so from the day they meet all the way into early years. So we're not even at the early years yet. And so there's more ahead for Zola beyond where we are. And so if you were to sum up any one thing that you wanted to get across about, you know, Lightspeed or any of the, you know, new things that you've invested in, what would that be, Nicole? I would just say we're tremendously excited about businesses that can perhaps start in one area and then have the potential to really become part of popular culture and expand. And as I look at Zola, they are a business who have started in registries and really built a trusted, exciting brand for millennials in registry. And then the tangential areas, which they're already doing, are invites and thank you cards, which makes so much sense, right? If you have your registry looking a certain way, then you want your website to look away that certain way, which Solar are now doing. And then paper invites as well. It's all going to look seamless. The design is going to just be linked through across all those different products. And then all the difficult things with wedding, like booking your photographer and finding your venue. Zola's going to be able to help us with all of that and be the number one place to go to. What happens if the photographer doesn't show up? We will build mechanisms to remind the photographer in the same way that you would expect it's happened to do before it. that's why i ask yeah so it I mean, happened I, to you no but some businesses i've looked at investing in they've actually gone through and trying to build the online registries and some of the personal services that they build the reliability of the individuals and the personal services don't always come through when you're selling true goods it's easier when you're actually selling the services. You have other people to depend on, whether they end up at a car thing or some other some other thing that happens. So the one thing so. I'd say on that is, if you think about how obsessed we all are with our Uber ratings, Lyft ratings, we live in this world now where our reputation and our ratings are so important. And so, as Zola becomes the trusted platform, people are going to really care about what their ratings are on their platform and canceling. Oh, so there's a way to rate the photographers and people like that. That's fantastic. Is that something that... There will that, be soon. There will be. Well, if, if the idea wasn't there, it is there now. So I think we've got some great, great ideas that are coming out here. We have two spectacular women who have really done some amazing things. Sean Lynn Ma, who has helped to start other businesses and now has co-founded her own in bringing couples together and giving some great excitement to there and also Nicole. So I want to end with one, one quick question. And that was, there's a lot about both of you online, but if I Google you, what won't I find out online that will let people know a little bit about you as a person? One of the things 
that I haven't shared yet is when I was in college, I had three jobs to earn money to pay my way through college because I had no other option. And one of those jobs was in a market research call center where I would cold call people to do market research surveys. And so, you know, sometimes when I share that with my team, particularly our customer support team, their eyes light up because they feel like I've been in their shoes, which I have. And I, you know, I think it gives me a stronger appreciation for the value of customer service as well as grit and determination and not taking no for an answer, which you talked about earlier, because you certainly need a lot of that when you're working as a market researcher. That, that's that's pretty spectacular. Thank you for sharing that. Nicole, what wouldn't we find out if we Google you other than I know you like jelly beans and caffeine? <laughs> so for me, I would say that I was brought up in a very entrepreneurial household. My dad, who is 80 and now starting his next startup, is an entrepreneur at heart and always will be. And so I was brought up with him building retail businesses as a child. And so that is something that, you know, was my first job when I was about 10 years old working for him and trying to learn the family business as a little one. And my gosh, you know, we saw the highs of it, of the business doing very well and the lows of, you know, we're moving out of this house to a much smaller place. We can't afford things anymore. And so that definitely has given me a lot of perspective, seeing the highs and lows of entrepreneurship from a very personal perspective. That's so you gained your risk tolerance and your understanding of risk at a very, very early, early age. Yes. Well, it's been fantastic learning about the two of you. Congratulations on the great business you're building and and to be able to back such you know bright, exciting, and determined entrepreneurs is very exciting. We're here in Las Vegas, Nevada at Shop Talk, and this is Retails from the Frontline, sponsored by MasterCard, And we want to thank everyone for hearing about weddings and a great wedding of an investor and an idea. I'm Matt Rubel. Have a great day. 